I'm Matt Bergman, and you are listening to the Punk Rock Libertarians Podcast, episode 264. I'm here tonight with Jared Schneiderman. What up, everybody? Philip Dassing. What's going on, all you cool cats and kittens? Kyle <laughs> Wagner. Hey, guys. And what is it? Uh, Comrade Yeshua. Comrade <laughs> Yeshua. Yeah, Comrade Yeshua. Yeshua. On the casting couch. On the PRL casting couch. Yeah, that's right. Josh, <laughs> yeah, Josh Josh Stavolophagus is back on the podcast. Yeah. Coming to you live from the next state I decided to live in. Yeah. <laughs> live from, from Florida. It's pretty oh, crazy Lord. in Florida. Yeah, Josh is down there partying it up for spring break. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Oh man! No, uh, all jokes aside, though, uh, dude, it's great to have you back on, man. It's uh, oh, it's good to see all you guys it's, again. It's always a blast having you having you on the podcast, dude. It's always a blast hanging. Yeah, we, we, we've uh, we've missed you dearly. Um, <laughs> Ciao. Uh, seriously, dude. Do you just get over there, blow up? Why don't you? Oh jeez. <laughs> Hello, Jared, come on, man. And stay on, stay on the camera, dude. You're like half off. Like I'm half off. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll just like turn this a little bit. There you go. That's better. Yeah. Dude, it was it was like Michael J. Fox's opening of his new show that was only like two two episodes long, where he would just drift off because he would shake his fucking chair off camera. <laughs> wow. Dude, that is... He joked. About, he joked about it. Is that he real? It. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds yeah, like he fucking was on his own show. Sounds fucking amazing. horrible, dude. It was on a Michael J. Fox show. It was like three or four episodes long, maybe maybe a season. Wow. I think I can. Uh, he made Sad. fun of his own. Yeah, it was pretty, but it was a good show, though. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> yeah, so I guess uh, topic number one is probably like this: uh, this huge fucking stimulus, right? It's uh, yeah. So the spending bill, I, I believe, what did they? They ran it. What did they have to like run it like three or four times before all the politicians like added all their, you know cash payouts on there before they got it approved i yeah i know it i know it took quite some time i think nancy pelosi had added some shit i yeah, think, I, think uh, I heard it was like 1400 it, pages or something it, crazy. It, it originally was 1200 but the revised is usually what you would expect to be shorter it was ended up being i believe it was longer it was insane. Like, I don't know why $35 million to the Kennedy Center needs to happen in the midst of a financial crisis. Yeah, what the fuck was that all about? The Kennedy Center is I, like, they do like performing arts shit, right? I mean, yeah, but the thing is, though, in reality, <laughs> the namesake of said building would be fucking pissed at everyone for doing such that. Hmm. You mean Ted Kennedy? <laughs> no, well, I think I think it's the John F. Kennedy Center. I'm just kidding, dude. Yeah, I, I, God, I would hope so. <laughs> Ted Kennedy Center's a it's fucking Jabba the Hutt's barge. <laughs> I'm sure it's a lot of pork in that in that bill. I mean, mm, there's pork, you know, pork. I'm starving. I, you know, and I don't I'm obviously. Enough. I'm sure none of us have read it. I haven't read it. Um, God knows what they threw in it. Uh, I'm sure it's, it's just ridiculous. But I, I think there's a little bit of money for uh, for unemployed people or for or for the for American people. But um, from what I'm hearing, that's not even most of it. You know, the majority of it's going to 
not corporations, just re- corporations and foundations and all kinds of just not American people, not not your average Americans. Although they are getting checks, you know. I heard what is it a uh, twelve hundred a person? Um, twelve hundred for adults. Twelve hundred for yeah, adults. I think it's five hundred for children. Oh, okay. Uh, up for to, each child. Yeah. yeah. So. Um. Yeah. Anyway, like. I don't know. It, I I I think it, I'd love to know what all's in there. You know, I'm sure I'm sure you can find a summary online and maybe get some ideas. But oh, who the oh, hell who who's reading that? Weird shit in there. No, there's some pretty weird shit in there. There's tax credits uh, for um, Is there pizza solar party shit and in there? wind. Um, I don't I don't know. There might be some planet ping pong pizza shit in there. I don't know. <laughs> who knows? Um, but it, there was another part of it. Was a 35 million dollars for the Kennedy Center. Um, there was also something else um, limiting carbon emissions. Um, it was all inflated shit. And then Maxine Waters' bill, which was about a digital using and establishing an American digital currency. Right. Um, yeah. And that was basically, the, and that this was like the perfect opportunity for them because it involved they could use relief payouts as a way to establish American digital currency. The one thing that it did was it. It, by, by even suggesting they should have it, they legitimized the value of all cryptocurrency. They fucked themselves entirely. If so does this, gripe, this thing have any legs? Are they, or were they it, just it got, kicking it around? It got pulled out. It got, it, it, no, it was in the bill originally, but that was one of the things that I, if you watch, um, and it's crazy, it was, I think it was Ted Cruz. If you watch what he said about the bill, it was the weirdest thing in the world. It might have been the only time people may have, may agree with him. Like everyone, it was like what he's like. What the hell does does any of this shit have to do with this? Right. You want to help American people because you're just helping big businesses. He's like tax credits, the Kennedy Center. What the hell is this shit? Right. He basically stuffed all other old bills that they couldn't get passed into the relief bill and said, "Well, you're fucking all of America if you don't sign all this in." So at least they could use some bargaining chips. Like Ocasio Cortez went on a tangent about how they didn't they didn't get um, like funding for abortions. It's like, well, right now you don't want to. We need to help people that are alive first, rather than think about what you may need down the road. Like, yeah, right she now, went on that. She had a pretty good rant uh, on the Senate floor. Everyone's like making fun of her for, but like I heard like most of it. I'm like, yeah, she sounded like a like a broken clock thing, you know. She was right on pretty much everything she was saying. Because I think, like, what, the thing is, like, totaling $6 trillion. Is that true? This whole thing? I mean, I've been hearing that figure thrown around. $2.3 And I believe only 97, there was 97 to zero was the vote. Um, So, yeah, but who, like, how much, I think, what, $250 billion goes straight to us? That's it. Like, to the people. Like, everything else goes to everyone, bailing out all these businesses and shit. I mean, see, now, the bailing out of small businesses... It's interesting because um, a small business can take a loan, loan, and if they use it to pay their rent, or and or give it out in uh, wages to their workers, it becomes a grant. They don't have to pay it back. Yeah, and is this even going to be taxed? Are people going to be taxed for this? Like what? Because it's like twenty four hundred per couple, like. Are, we're gonna have to pay taxes Hello, on that. And you were listening to the Punk Rock the Libertarians podcast, taxes. episode two sixty four. I'm here. Taxes. 
Well, what happened when Bush did the what? He gave what six hundred dollars back in two thousand or whatever. What up? He gave six hundred dollars to everybody. Was that Still also dazzling. a tax? Was that tax later on? Going on all these cool cats I believe, and kittens. I believe so. I mean, I know at least when you yeah. sign up, when if you sign up for unemployment, you can select whether you want them to take out taxes or not. You always want them to take the taxes out. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, this gets a lot of people over. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's also going to it's also going to put a lot of people in interesting positions. You're going to find really, really find out who lives paycheck to paycheck. And it's a lot more people than they expected. A lot more. At the same time, guys, like, you know, I, I don't need a stimulus check. I haven't lost my job. I haven't lost any income. Uh, my girlfriend makes a, a decent living and I make a decent living. So. Like, I don't I don't need money from people who make less or lost their job. I don't need them to be taxed to give me a stimulus check. You know what I mean? Um, I just think anything well, like this, you should you should means test it or something like if. Yeah, maybe if I if I'd become unemployed. Yeah, but I'm fortunate enough that my company is able to just go 100 percent work from home remote. We didn't lay anybody off. Everybody's just working from home. And it's business as, as normal for the most part, you know, business as usual. So I don't think, I don't know, I don't know about that, but it's like, I mean, you know, there's lots of people in my situation where they, they haven't had a loss of income. So why, why just give a check to everybody? You know what I mean? Like a blanket check to everybody. I, I just don't agree with that. Well, I'm going to get back to you on that because I had a friend who was discussing like what you can do instead of cashing the check. Like there's actually something you can do is like as far as not cashing the check and when they reallocate your taxes, there's something you can do with sending the check back and it will like increase your refund. Something something like that. I think that's one of the only other things you can do. So basically you increase the amount you get more of your of the theft return to you. <laughs> well, I, I heard like they phase it out at seventy five thousand or something, right? So it goes down to like one hundred and fifty bucks. I, I don't know if that's true or not, but or something it's like a gradual that. thing. I mean, so maybe that maybe there's something like that. But I just I, I don't know that I even would have done a stimulus check program. I mean, if, if anything, you could probably help these states with unemployment because I don't, I don't know if you guys saw the unemployment came, report came out and it was three point two million. I think it was it was it's a record for like new unemployment mm -hmm. claims. So these states are going to be scrambling, trying to figure out how to pay all these unemployment claims. Uh, the, the unemployment insurance, you know, I, I think is a racket for these states. Like, you know, normally they're, they're mandating that all these employers pay into it and they don't have to pay that much out, but all, you know, it can backfire. Like this is backfiring. That's going to drain all of their reserves. Um, they're going to need money to pay uh, unemployment claims. And that's a way that the government could have like made sure the states can afford to pay all these claims. And those are people that lost their jobs and really are desperately going to need money at this time. Right. Yeah. yeah um, I mean, I don't know if you saw in, in Florida in one of the, in, I think it was Fort, what was it like uh, Lake Worth or Fort Worth, Florida or something like that. Um, a commissioner had it out like dirt on the floor with the mayor because the mayor um, had all delinquent um, utilities shut off and charged and made, and made the, uh, the people who they shut it off pay a fee to the city to turn it back on. Yeah. Like he he oh, lost his shit on her. I mean, this is, it's some snaky shit going on. Like a lot of, a lot of these companies, they're calling in their debts like right now. 
it's hit, it's going to hit a lot more people than we know. Um, specifically people that are struggling with addiction, um, uh, addiction and mental illness or any type of like psychological injury, it's going to impact them the most because usually isolation is, is tends to be a negative thing, you know? Um, and especially for people that are struggling with uh, trying to maintain sobriety, it's, it's got to be ridiculous right now. I mean, they use they do this as well. I know there are people who use Zoom to do meetings, but like, it's still it's got to be difficult right now for people that like have to rely on like you know to, that we rely on people to really help keep us in check. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it's it's well, and then you have. You know, I think we talked about this on a previous podcast, going back to the drug, the drug thing. But you know, at least in in Baltimore, the 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 ports are closed, right? So how are these yeah. people getting their drugs? Shit, you know that you know hardly anyone's growing heroin in Baltimore. <laughs> well, yeah. well, well, dude, did you see what Trump said that we're we're gonna have tremendous? He said tremendous suicides. Is it, did he really say that? <laughs> he said tremendous. he said he said we're gonna have. And, but, I mean, I, the thing is, man, like when he first mentioned like how it's going to affect people that are dealing with addiction and mental illness, it was like, OK, cool. You said it. Stop. Just stop right there. You got it. And he just kept going. Mm. And he's like, you're going to see it. People, you're going to see drugs used like never before. You're going to see tremendous suicides. You're like, dude, you're trying to calm a nation. What are you doing? Yeah. Like, like I understand that maybe it's a potential of a reality. But that's not the way you communicate it, like at all. You know, like there's a there's a better way to communicate, right? Than tremendous suicides. And also, well, you shit. just you just don't know what's going to happen. Don't you don't know what's going to happen? I mean, we've never had to shut the economy down like this before, really. Now the question is: Is there something else underlying? Because, I mean, look, if the economy was actually very healthy underneath and you just shut it down, it would be like, you know, when the stock market takes a momentary hit after 9-11, you know, like we had a pretty good uh, economy in 9-11 in 2001. Right. So, I mean, it takes a hit, obviously, when the towers fall. But after that, you know, it bounces back. You know, it's not millions of people out of work. It's just. Some people that yeah. worked in New York are, you know, not able to make money for the next week, and then they go back to work. I thought, well, weren't we heading into recession in 2001? I remember, like, the Enron scandal was around there, and there was... Yeah, wasn't that the dot-com bubble? Yeah, when did the dot-com burst? I think that was before that. Yeah, that was, like, that was like 99 leading into 99 and 2000, especially with the Y2K yeah. scare. Yeah, I remember, I remember that. Was so fucking hysterical <laughs> back in the day. So, so what? What was well, the okay, thing but that my, my, my point they were that... worried that all this software code, right, was uh, just two digits for the year, and when the year changed to two thousand, it was going to reset all the computer code. The computers weren't going to know what to do. All right. right? It, yeah. Is that what it was? Yep. Yeah. Y two K. Yeah. <laughs> we were going to lose all of our money. <laughs> oh, anyways. That's so dumb. My point is, okay, I mean, I, I don't exactly remember what was specifically going on then, but I don't remember plummeting into a recession after 9-11. That didn't happen until, like, 2008, right? So, yeah, I mean, unless you, we're... I unless we're, correct. 
Huh? You're correct on that. Uh, you are correct on that. Because yeah. after after 9-11, it was a huge drum up of, of patriot. Oh, oh, I, my friend and I like to, he referred to as pocket Americans. It's yeah. like out of nowhere. Oh, something happened. Here's my flag. America, right. America, yeah. America. Yeah, uh, I like to call that flagatry. All right. And I anticipate, you know, a lot of these, a lot of companies that are having to lay off their work staff, um, you know. I, a lot of them are doing it after they're getting the bailout money. Well, that too. But I mean, I'm just talking about small companies. Not every company is getting a bailout. Um, just no. like just like the fucking big corporatist ones. But like small AV companies, for example, I know we're laying off a ton of their workforce. And but, you know, I have no reason, you know, it, I mean, depending on their financials, but I have I've, you know, why wouldn't they be able to just rehire those people after, you know, like once once, they're, you know, once we're allowed to have, um you know, uh, uh, once we're allowed to have events and, and stuff, like why wouldn't they be able to rehire people? You know, as long as they can sort of keep the company from completely vanishing, you know, whatever bills they have to pay. But you know, I imagine I bet you never thought you'd ever have to say that, Jared. Huh? When I bet you not thought you'd never have to say that. Say what? When they when we're allowed to have gatherings again. I mean, yeah, it's a little. It's this is, you have to really admit at one point that this does feel like quite a dystopian event. It is dystopian, no. you know. Um, I mean, it's hard to think about in the context of like a free society because we don't live in a free society. So yeah, I mean, it's definitely creepy that you know, like we were talking I think about. Now is when people are going to realize it. Yeah. How many people are realizing we were never really as free as they thought we were in the first? Yeah, I mean, well, that's the thing. It's yeah. like we, you know, we're not we're not free, right? I mean, not at all. I mean, you don't own. Look, you don't even own the property that you're. If you own a house, you don't own the property under your house. I mean, nope. You pay taxes on that. So I mean, you don't even own the fundamental land that is that you exist upon. So like, of course, they can make you do whatever they want. And then once you venture off that land, then it's all public land. So it's like if they say you can't gather in groups of 10 people outside, then that's 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 how it is. I mean, and, you know, that's I, I I'm not saying that's how it should be, but that's that's the way it is with. There is a bit of an interesting thing that I think is going to start to happen is um, now certain states, if you are coming from New York or, or you're in a vehicle that's from New York, you're stopped and you're like you're being quarantined now, like. People now, people are starting to dislike people and not trust people from other states. Yeah, like, we're getting, we're gonna start getting this real tribalist bullshit. It's like gonna start to come back. Like sporting events when they come back are gonna be a little rougher than they used to be. You're <laughs> gonna have all that underlying tribalist bullshit tension, dude. Like when the fucking when I mean, Nashville. What's, what's Phil's license plate gonna say now? <laughs> it still says hate Philly. It's gonna say right. murder Philly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you have you got a great point. I mean, people are going to be it's going to be extra flagatry. <laughs> it's extra flagatry going enhanced on. Flagatry. Uh, I enhanced flagatry. Is that the podcast you, you, title? That's got to be the podcast title. I'll put it down. But Very yeah, good. but no, so you know for sure it's going to be all the extra crap. Uh, everyone, you know, is just going to be like, oh, we got through this as Americans, America, America, America. And it's like. We were just shut down by <laughs> by the government apparatus. Just shut everything down completely, and you know, with no 
no real thought. Just, just said, hey, everyone, go inside, stay inside, and we're going to push it back indefinitely. So, I mean, maybe this time next year, things might be a little bit normal, but I, I don't really anticipate that. I mean, what do you guys think? How, how long do you think this uh, movement restriction is going to go? Well, I mean... You no, know, dude, it's like, how long is my cock? So not very long, huh? Yeah, I I like, maybe, maybe, they're like, maybe like April 2nd. Damn it, what is <laughs> yeah. Jared's mother tell him everything? <laughs> yeah, she told me it was small. <laughs> I know, dude. Um, little, little petzel. I mean, I don't know. Like you look at the you look at the figures, and the death count is still climbing. The total cases are still climbing. You know, I don't see it. I don't see these restrictions being lifted until that starts to decline significantly, or you know, flatten the curve, as they say. So, yeah. I mean, it could be. I mean, who? Nobody knows. That's the thing. I mean, what's his name, Doctor Falky or whatever? Like he Falcon, came out and yeah, said Falcon. it could be. What do you say, like a million Amer- a million cases and two hundred thousand deaths or something like that? Mm-hmm. How, how many deaths are we at right now? Um, I should just have this up automatically because we always have to look it up. Right. So it's like a few hundred. I think it's like a few hundred. Yeah, I think I've actually got it up on a tab on my uh, laptop. All right. So USA, it's yeah, so- one hundred and forty-one thousand eight hundred fifty-four total cases, and then two thousand four hundred and seventy-five deaths. So he's saying. <laughs> Over almost 187,000 more people are going to die, is what this guy is saying. Like, well, he's well, to, you know, in his defense or whatever, he's he also says like, you know, don't hold me to that because you can't predict this thing. I mean, we don't know. Then why prognosticate at all? Well, it's I mean that's what these statistics are showing. If it continues at its current rate. But it's like you don't know what could happen. I mean, you don't know if it mutates and gets worse or if, you know. I heard someone said it mutated twice already. Is that I, true? I, I did, well, I I did see that. an article that um, coming out of coming out of Iceland. I know it said Iceland had about 0.05% infection rate, and now they're up to about 1%. Um, and they had, one, from what I've read, I've only seen this reported once. I didn't really do any more digging after that, but supposedly from the, what the article said was that a person had more than one strain active at the same time. Yeah, that's, so that's I mean, that's pretty wild. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, all viruses mutate. I mean, whether they mutate and grow stronger, I guess would be. You know. Right. And that's all he's saying is like, we don't, we don't know, but like it's the trajectory is still going strong. I mean, you look at this chart and it's like, it's still like hockey sticking up like that. Yes. So far in the world, we've had, uh, I think it's like almost 34,000 deaths from coronavirus. Right. And this guy's. Yeah. And so, like, uh, if we look at the flu. 187,000 more in just America. Well, right now in the USA, there's been almost 2,500. And they yeah. can't figure out what to do about any of this shit. Man. Yeah, but I don't know. With those numbers, it's like, okay, 2,500. But are you sure? Like, it's only because they got coronavirus that they died. It wasn't any other complicated issues. They were hanging on by a thread. You know? Well, like, it's, it's there's a lot of underlying conditions with this stuff. Yeah, it's, it's just crazy how they make it sound. They're like, oh, just like any, any but, person. But any, there, are people that, there are people that are healthy that have gotten sick right. and died from I agree, this. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think, I think it seems really weird how, like, 
it was we were we were always told when this first started breaking out that it was only help, like hurting the old people. But around like here in Maryland, I know specifically, I think fifty six percent of the cases are people forty and younger. Right. You know, it, it's it's happening. Well, I think weird, the, oddly, I, I think know, the I think the meme it. was that it was like only gonna be dangerous for old people, but and statistically that's true. But you know, I, there are there are have been cases where it's young people that have no pre existing conditions. Or just something minor, like there's, you know, a nurse, there's a thing about a nurse that's going around where this, I think the guy was like 28, and he had asthma, but you know, like asthma's not, I mean, yeah. it's an underlying condition, but it's not like you're a fucking like, you know, an old diabetic with emphysema, like you just got asthma and he, right. he passed well, you away. Can have, you so. can have varying cases of asthma too, though. Yeah, but I mean, the guy was a nurse, like the guy was like able to work okay. in like the ER. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to put you guys back down and just go get a fucking sweatshirt. It's getting a little too chilly in this bitch. It gets you like uh, you get pneumonia. If you get pneumonia with it or something like that, because it, it destroys your lungs. Yeah. And then your lungs fill up with fluid and you can't get enough oxygen into your bloodstream. So, uh, Which is strange. It, 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 yeah, it's getting people that, yes, they do have other conditions or other health issues, but... Um, even if you're, I guess, healthy, it can still kill you if you just catch something else while you have it. Right. So, I mean, it, it is well, dangerous. But, but I uh, mean, I that's why I think it's been here. I don't know. My daughter had this. It was like my wife and my daughter both got this really bad cough that just wouldn't go away. They felt miserable. I mean, it was really bad. And my it was it started with my daughter. She got it first. My youngest. She was like only two at the time. This was like maybe back in January. And oh. she had a really bad cough. And so we all thought, oh, she probably has the flu, you know, and but so we tested, we took her to the doctor and like, no, she doesn't have the flu, but like, she has pneumonia. We're like, mm-hmm. what? Pneumonia? Like, no one, no one in my family has ever had pneumonia. It was really strange. And after like, like a few weeks, she was back to normal, but she had a really bad cough and fever and she just like, it, it, it hit her like really hard. And then my wife got it. And so my wife thought for sure she had the flu. But they tested her, and they're like, "No, you don't. You you're not. You didn't, she didn't test positive for the flu at all. Hmm. But it was the same exact symptoms, and it went through our house. Um, I think I was the only one who didn't really get it, and it was like the same thing. And that was back in mid January, a little bit later than January, like mid to late January. It's I possible mean, they had coronavirus, Phil. I, I mean, who knows? Like, who's to say? Yeah. Because they won't test us, and I mean, you know what I mean. There was no test for it at the time, but like right. even now, like. Matt, didn't you say that you that you knew someone who has like symptoms, but they won't test them? Yeah, actually. Uh, uh, yeah, actually, a buddy that I uh, work with, he went to the hospital for he was there for three days. Right, he's sixty-seven years old. Wow. He's yes. overweight, and uh, like he had symptoms, and they would not test him for the coronavirus. Fucking bullshit. Yeah, he's in the hospital for three days. They would not test him for it. Um, on his discharge papers, his discharge diagnosis said, "quote viral syndrome." <laughs> so it, it's it's my understanding that they're not testing people if uh, if the result of the fe- if the result of the test isn't going to change the way that they're um, treated, right? So because they don't have a lot, of, does that make sense to you guys? I mean, I'm not. Well, they're I mean, how not are they anxious gonna... to check. They're not anxious to check people if they don't show any symptoms. No, no. Like, and... like in other words, in other words, if they give somebody the test and if it turns out that they have coronavirus, they're still going to treat them the same way. They're not going to waste the test on them because they only That's have so bullshit. many tests. 
Yeah, I mean, that and makes I mean, sense. They only have so many tests. There's a finite number of tests, Phil. Yeah, it's I know. Well, not- well, the, well, the, well, the thing is, too, is, you know, there's really no order of who's going to get the tests. It's true, Conrad Yeshua. It just seems like it doesn't really matter uh, who gets sick. It just matters on who's most important. Um, and I, you know, we we already know like it's not it's not us. <laughs> man, it's it's pretty nuts though. Like like this guy's a sixty seven year old man who's like overweight, and he was in the hospital for three days, and they didn't give him a coronavirus test. I you would think so, that he would qualify for the test. Exactly, he's not one of the one hundred and forty six thousand people. That, so then, no, what is sorry, this guy doing? One hundred forty thousand people so far in the states. So I is mean, this guy not, not quarantined? Is he quarantining himself? I mean, I guess everyone's oh, yeah, kind of yeah. quarantining him well, themselves. But well, like, see, here's the thing. Like, they told him that it's, it's the doctors told him that that it's quote probably coronavirus. Hmm. They also told him to uh, you know go home and self quarantine for the next. You can't be telling people shit. Yeah, like Josh. That. They also told him to go home and self quarantine for the next fourteen days. Well, that's smart to me, but. But this guy, this 67-year-old man who's been in the hospital for three fucking days, who's overweight, is not one of the 140,000 people confirmed, 140,000 confirmed cases in the U.S. This guy is not one of them because they wouldn't test him. And he's been well, in the here's, hospital. Here's, here's, so, yeah, what you're saying is this number is probably significantly higher if that's... You end up getting pneumonia I think that, yeah, that, after is, the I think virus. that's probably the case. Yeah. It'll I mean, if he had it, because we don't know for sure that he did. But yeah, if he did have it, which it kind of sounds like he did. Yeah, I mean, the, these this numbers, you know, and so that does distort things a bit. But well, you know, I was just the, looking at, you know, people keep saying like, oh, it's just the flu. You know, right now, uh, the CDC estimates that from October 1st through March 21st, there's been... And I mean, I don't know why these ranges are so wide, but it says 24,000 to 62,000 deaths. That's a big gap. I know. But like, let's say it's even the higher amount. You know, we're currently at 2,500 for the coronavirus in a matter of maybe a month. Of course, like you said, it could have been here back in January. We don't know. But, uh, you know, they're projecting if, I mean, if Falke's right, the totals could be almost you know almost five to ten times well that's uh, what i think these initial tests are these initial tests are just confirming the cases that were already here like the initial first wave of this shit that's why people are like oh my god it's spreading every day but no the testing just confirming that it already has spread oh yeah yeah it's already been here like i guess uh, the one this one uh, person who had it i think we talked about this last week was that this little kid uh had it this like a first grader or kindergartner, I think it was, in one of the schools nearby my house. And and the mom went on the Facebook group in our, for our local town and was, like, saying, like, yeah, like, the school's downplaying it, saying they didn't get it from school. But she's, like, she was in school when her symptoms started. Like, this is, like, she's, like, they're lying. Like, yeah. they're lying to cover their ass. But I got this from someone else who was at the school. Like, my daughter, like, we don't travel. You know, we keep a clean house. And we don't have visitors. You know, it's just us and our family, you know, and our tight family unit like no one else like we don't go anywhere do anything and so it's like it's weird that she would be the first one showing symptoms and she came from school and it was like the day before schools or it was even when school was still going on actually and so that just tells me there's someone else had it at her school and and was just going around and either a didn't report themselves or they were asymptomatic right but i mean it is definitely spreading quickly because i mean that's why you have 
the, this, agree o- this overloading yeah. in New York where all of a sudden all these brand new cases are popping in and they're all happening at the same time. You know? oh, that's something we didn't mention is that uh, Donald Trump's weighing in a, uh, he's weighing his option of uh, quarantining New York and Connecticut, New Jersey. So what does that right. mean? Just restricting travel completely from there? Yeah, well, have you guys seen the roadblocks in Rhode Island? Have you guys seen that? Do you guys no. see any pictures of that shit? They're like stopping people hey. on the side of the road who are coming in from New York and they're giving them like temperature checks and like they're turning people around mm-hmm. and saying like you can't come in Rhode Island and shit. Yep. So they do, well, they're also doing it down here in Florida uh, on the Alabama Florida. Really? Entering. Not leaving, entering. The Florida Bama Shore? Shit. Well, because the thing is, though, the, the outbreak of cases and the increase of cases have been because of people coming here on vacation. It's a, I mean, right. the, same, ah. the, same, the same kind of bullshit that's going on out in the Hamptons on Long Island, like the, the real disdain the locals have for the people that come out there to summer and vacation. A lot of it's going on here because they're the ones that are panicking. They're the ones that are buying everything out of, in a, out of the stores. And all the locals that live here are basically, you know, kind of left with the bones. Mm-hmm. So yeah, now they're blocking people from coming in. Well, did you hear what they what some what someone did in Maine? No. no. So there was, I guess, somebody was, you know, there's tourism in Maine this this time of year, I guess, because like the I guess the leaves are coming out, or I don't know, maybe that's in the fall. Either way, there were some tourists up in uh, some town in Maine. The leaves come out in the spring, Jared. <laughs> well, I mean, leave. I don't know if it's like the leaves coming out or the leaves falling that they like to go up there for. I think it's that's when fall. they fall. Yeah. No hey, shit, <laughs> But anyway, so there were that. some tourists that were up there. They, I guess, they were renting like an Airbnb or something, and they they woke up and some something like they had lost cable. Their cable reception or their cable tv or whatever so they went out to like find the cable box and as they were driving out they found that there was a fucking log in the middle of the road and as it turns out and okay so they stop and they check out this log and then the uh the residents of the area start like coming towards them like threatening them telling them to like get back in their house so apparently they thought just because these people were from out of town that they were infected with coronavirus (laughs) and so they had barrack like Physically barricaded them into their. It's uh, better than bad. It's good. What's that? <laughs> it's log. It's log. Yeah, yeah. Log. So basically, they had tried to barricade these people into their uh, their rental, <laughs> just because they they thought they had corona because they were from out of town. That's fucked up. It's, yeah. This is this is the kind of shit that's going to become a little more commonplace. Like, this is. This is also why, like, I, I've asked people, like, hey, should I think about, like, traveling and getting out of here, or should I stay where, I, where I'm at? Like, the worst thing is for, that I could think of is some kind of lockdown, quarantine, local government bullshit happening where it doesn't really matter what, what Uncle Sam says, and my ass gets stuck. Hey, uh, uh, Josh, have you thought about returning home to Man Bunistan? No, 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 no. <laughs> Um, 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 the, the, uh, the, 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 the Taliban. And, do, you still uh, have, do you still have your passport? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the, ta- the, ta- the Taliban has been, um, has been removed from government and now uh, the people of Afghanistan are free. Talk about xenophobia, dude. Yeah, man. Like this shit, like people are so afraid of outsiders right now. 
Like, yeah. oh shit, like you have a New York license plate. Like, get them. Well, first it was just like all Asian funny, people. Man. <laughs> it's going to be funny. Those New York hardcore bands are going to go on tour and some people going to learn. Hey, where the hell are you from, New York? Oh, yeah, we fucking are. Nah, dude, they canceled all their tours. All the New York hardcore bands canceled all of them, man. Uh, Sick of it all was coming with Agnostic Front, and I'm pretty sure they just canceled. Yeah, I mean, I'd be surprised to hear if there was concerts going on anywhere in the country. I don't think Autobar is still advertising. Autobar is still coming advertising. Coming from you live from, from the hospital, sick with it all. <laughs> wow. What did you say? Uh, that was awesome. Shows? See, I think sick with it all, that would be a good podcast. There title it too. is. That is exactly the podcast title. Right yeah. there. Hot enhanced flaggetry. <laughs> I do. This, um, I, I, think, I think I like flaggetry intensified if you were going to go with that. The no, dependents, Milo but, files his taxes. But I like sick with it all. I like sick, sick with, with it all. all. Yeah, that's that's, that's amazing. Awesome. Sick with it all. Yeah. But so I saw Autobar, like a sponsored post came up on my feed of some type of like random ass band, like like and the Autobar put it out. It was like, yeah, coming at the. They said like, it was like March thirtieth or something, or it was something really close. I'm like, uh, I don't think that's going on right now at all. It might have well, just I mean, been like pre-program no. or pre. It might have yeah. been. It might have been. Yeah. I don't know. It was still weird though. I'm like, wow. Yeah. It's shows. it's really funny hearing these commercials lately. Like, there's all this pandemic talk, and then out of nowhere, it's like, hey, Corvette owners, are you ready to upgrade? Now's the time. It's like, no. Now is not the fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> now is the time. Now is the time to go to the surplus store and hopefully find a guy who can hook you up with a Humvee. <laughs> Fuck. Now the pre-era or pre-program ads. I mean, I know at least where I am, um, everything shut down until at minimum fucking April. Like everything. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, all the, all the festivals on. that are happening a lot of them have been canceled or postponed but libertarian party is still tr desperately trying to hold on to uh <laughs> austin I, I was just on a conference call with that they hosted with a uh, sarwark and they're saying that they're not going to cancel it or like move on to like a contingency plan until two to three weeks out before it starts dude come on that's it's stupid. not yeah. gonna happen it's that's not what gonna I, happen I, but the, the thing is though is they're like they made a great point they're like by our bylaws and state laws, they have to convene at a spot in order to then modify the rules to allow a an online convention or something like that. So they still have to meet. Like they have to meet in a certain spot. All the LNC has to meet. At a certain so what spot. you're saying is the Libertarian Party is more concerned with actually finding quorum than fucking Congress. Oh, oh yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so, I mean, if that doesn't say at least something to, to anybody that, that's not at least looking into There's... voting for libertarian candidates, I think it should speak very highly. You know, now's the time to look into other candidates, especially <laughs> now. I, ironically, the Libertarian Party is stickler the for apocalypse. Rules. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they I mean, are why, very stickler for rules. Like, does it say that the meeting can't be online? Yeah, it cannot. You can't just have an online meeting. You have to physically meet in order to maintain ballot access through law, like through like uh, like federal law. Like they have to meet in person. And once they meet in person, then they can alter the bylaws. Is there someone they can go to have, on the federal level and say like, "Look, we don't want to." This is it's unprecedented. They're they're looking. They're like they're actually like 
prime, they had a whole list of con- contingency plans, and a lot of them suck. But uh, a few of them were pretty good, but for the most part, they all suck. <laughs> um, there was like A through, they had like contingency plan A through J that they had. <laughs> Damn. It's, I mean, yeah, I haven't bought my ticket yet, so. Phil, when I when I went to the one in uh, New Orleans, it was like mm-hmm. a lot of it is just um, people that like to hear themselves talk and like to be the center of attention. They like yeah. to get on that microphone and they're like point of order or point of personal privilege. And they just <laughs> you just they just go on and on and on. There's a oh, bunch of oh, guys. Look at me suck my liberty penis. Yeah, they that just was, like hey, that uh, was Mike Shipley. But he was he did his speech in a, in a punk rock libertarian oh, shirt. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'll get you. You know, when it's your turn to speak, that's fine. But I'm saying, like, there's a lot of people that are just normal members there that just like to get up to the microphone just to hear themselves talk. And oh, I know. It's I annoying know. as shit. It's really yeah. annoying. Well, I mean, that goes for all of society. Well, you yeah. Know. Yeah. I mean, isn't that what we're but doing I, here? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> a little bit. We're not forcing anybody to listen, though. That is true. That it's is all true. voluntary. Yeah, I mean, we're, yep. we're on a show. We're doing a show, and it's the five of us. But I'm just saying, this is a convention, and it's like 500 people in the room sitting there, and like one guy has to get up there and just, just uh, you know, with say nothing, just to just to get on the microphone. It's it's I don't know. I didn't enjoy it, but that was my experience. Well, I mean, I I think there is some there there is something to the fact that like they have to meet in order to maintain ballot access in 50 states, like. They have to have a, they have to put a candidate out. It has to be before June twelfth, I think, is the, the it's the like, you know the end date. Whether they because they were talking about if we postpone the convention to the twelfth, you know, it has to be it can it be no later than the twelfth, or like states like New Hampshire will lose ballot access if they don't have it before like June twelfth, and that's just like it, it's really bad. It's so I don't know. There's really no good options except for having an online. Which is, I think, what's going to happen. They're going to have like some type of like the LNC will meet in in Austin. They'll then agree to changing the bylaws to allow an online convention. And once they do that, then they're going to have like the Zoom conference with like a thousand people on it, and they're going to vote on for you know candidates and shit, which is going to be really lame as fuck. But it's going to be a complete disaster. It's going to be a complete disaster. Well, there was like well, I do think that there. Hey, guys, somebody in the comments said that uh, Kyle Wagner looks like a boomer. <laughs> <laughs> that was a while ago, dude. That was Norm. Or Nomar, it's, right? It's Nomar? A, he looks like a fucking telemarketer. <laughs> you got my little head, my headset. Dude, you're the fucking IT. Dude, you're the IT department. And fuck. Wait, why are you using the headset? You're not using the, the, the snowball? No. The I, snowball. Wanted the, uh, I wanted to be able to hear through the ear earpiece. Okay. I want to be able to use what I got, damn it. I don't need your newfangled technology. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking hilarious. Need your snowball, whatever the hell it is. (laughs) Back in my day, those were cupcakes, damn it. Oh so, God! Let's talk about uh about Massey, man. I I've been like yes, kind of worried about not worried about it, but sh- like annoyed, I guess, by the entire world um hating uh Thomas Massey, and you know I think most libertarians are kind of standing behind him. So, but um 
Phil, do you, my, I'm getting a warning. My internet connection's unstable. You, you want to explain what happened? All right. Oh, uh, first, I would like to you're talk the about... You're IT guy. Why, we don't know why your internet connection's unstable, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, Kyle. Dude. IT guy. Okay, so first, I want to um, put this tweet out there. So this, uh, Thomas Massey shared this. He said, the stimulus package that just passed is the biggest wealth transfer from common folks to the super rich Wall Street and bankers in the history of mankind done in the name of a virus with $1,200 checks as the cheese in the trap. This will be obvious in short order. Yep. So, yeah. Um, so from what I've heard about this bill, I think it's like, I think everybody's like $1,200 check is like 15% of the bill. And then the rest is just like all a bunch of like, you know, just it's all bullshit, earmarked right? bullshit that they stuffed it in, man. They it's all it's all fucking pork. I saw it's a lot of money to the airlines. The airline industry is basically getting bailed out, and um, I know there's like 17 billion for Boeing. A lot of uh, defense contractors are getting additional um, billions. So um, it, the the majority of the money is going to big corporations. Um, you know. It, it is it's a very like everything else it's a crony deal and they wrapped it up in a this is for the american people and a, it's for the virus and it's it's really a corporate bailout and there's a lot of government guaranteed loans and things like for that the virus i'm yeah. doing my part yeah and these government guaranteed loans i mean they uh promote um risky loan making right because you go well I wouldn't normally give you the money, but because the treasury is backing it, I will. So it creates a moral hazard. It's just like with the banking crisis. I mean, with uh, Fannie and Freddie, they always had the uh, perception that the government would bail them out. And so investors were more likely to um, take their debt, um, buy their debt, because they figured that the government would bail them out. And the government did bail them out. So, yep. you yeah. know. For, um, for small businesses, though, the, the loan changes into a grant if they use it for uh for their specifically i saw if it's used for employee wages the small business loan then turns into a grant that sounds that sounds correct yeah so you don't have to pay it back right yeah <laughs> and it goes um, and it what becomes you don't have to pay it back but then it would go directly to your workers who are impacted by your closing yeah thus saving you money on so you have other money to spend on um, you know, paying the owners, right? Like money is fungible. It's like, if you give me, if you give me money and I put it in my account, I can say, oh yeah, I use that money for this, but it's, it's just, it's all just a pot of money at that point. So yeah, you could pay your workers and then, uh, you could, you know, that will allow you as an owner to take a withdrawal or whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, I think we're, we're at the, uh, hour mark about. Are we no? Because we started ten minutes late. Oh, we did start. Yeah, 10 what minutes are you talking later. about? Yeah, it's trying to ruin the podcast here. Sorry, guys. Yeah, okay, okay. So, um, yeah, Phil, why don't you like? We have a new sponsor on the Park Libertarians podcast, and why don't you tell everybody about them? Right. So, uh, Moral Bob has been blowing up everywhere. Everywhere I turn, and every podcast I hear, like Moral Bob is brought up, and he has a new podcast called Conversations About Freedom, and I mean, he was just on uh, Johnny Adams' podcast just the other day, and dude, he's been rocking. He's been killing it, man. And um, you guys should check it out. I think he's in. I think he's like third or fourth ep uh, episode of his podcast is up. Uh, 
I would definitely recommend you guys check it out. Um, he's a really good friend of the show. And, uh, um, what, what's the podcast called again? Conversations about freedom. Okay, thank you. Yeah, yeah man. It's check on it the Ranker too. So, yeah, if you like it, go check it out on there. LibertyPodcastRanker.com. Yeah, and then we're doing uh, pretty good too. Huh? We're doing pretty good on that. We're in the top ten, I think. Yeah, man. So try to get more Bob, man. Give him some likes. Give him some upvotes. Nice. Give him some respect. Okay. And then right. from, from here, Phil, you wanted to talk about Tiger King. Everybody's been talking about Tiger King. Like, okay. Okay, so you have to talk about Tiger King. <laughs> I like all you cool cats and kittens listening, man. Like, is that not the most? Have, who has watched this? Have any of you guys watched this thing all the way through? I have. Yeah, I watched it. Right right now. I have. It's the most insane. Like. It's like a car crash that just keeps happening, and then just bodies <laughs> flying out of the car, like left and right. And I just, you can't not watch them flail out of the car and land on the ground. <laughs> it is the most absurd shit I've ever seen in a Netflix documentary. And I'm gonna be honest with you, my wife was like, "We should watch it." I heard someone say something about, like, talk about. It. I was like, "Why the fuck do I want to watch these weirdos with big cats?" You know? Yeah. And she convinced me to watch it, and it was literally the most insane shit. That I've ever seen, and the memes have been immaculate. Oh I yeah, mean, dude, just so good. The memes so alone make me want to watch it. Well, let, let me give you some background. Exactly. Let me give you some background about the show. I mean, it's Please about do. it's about this guy Joe Exotic who owns a tiger zoo in Oklahoma, and who coincidentally ran for governor of Oklahoma as a libertarian. So there's a libertarian <laughs> connection here. <laughs> and they mentioned the word libertarian multiple times throughout the show. And in fact, Jess Mears just recently had um, his campaign manager on her podcast. Really? So, he's not um, a libertarian, though. He's not uh, a libertarian. And I, it pisses me off that everyone keeps talking about How do you know this, Phil? How do you know this? Because he's a fraud. Wait, I, how do you I, know I, this? Okay. How, I, okay. 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 I have the docs. I have the docs. Okay. I will post the docs. I will send you guys the docs. There's, but rock, it, hard, there's rock hard docs. So in the, this is Otto Jones. I'm here coming to you live with the documents. <laughs> Otto Jones. Can you change your name to Otto Jones? <laughs> Maybe. Dude. I mean, you're already using a fake first name. Phil, yeah, who's oh, a fake libertarian? Oh, Betty Bambalam. So what's his name? Brian, right? His name. Okay. So I just went. Okay. So going back to so in this pot. So watching the documentary. So Joe Exotic runs for governor. He runs for president, and then he runs for governor. Of Oklahoma as a libertarian, so he hires this, he hires this uh, campaign manager, and um, it's so funny because like I told my wife, I was like, yeah, he's gay. His campaign manager is gay. And I was like, yeah, everyone, I was like, everyone Joe Exotic works with is gay except for his husbands. Wait, the campaign manager was gay? <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, he's gay. Yeah, oh, really? no, he was. He, yeah, he's a fiance. And um, hmm. so I first heard about him. When about in January or something like that, he had into a fight with the Oklahoma, with the Oklahoma um, LP because there's something about like you had to like travel to go vote for like in for their state convention or something like that. He had to travel and he was like cost him like he said like a thousand dollars. I just remember rumblings of talking about this guy who's more like a leftist than he is a libertarian, and he was he like like rage quitted the party. He was like I'm quitting the party. And so eventually he became a Democrat. And on his page now, you can still see it says he's a proud Democrat. 
huh. says, I'm going to work within the Libertarian Party. Or he says, I'm going to work within the Democratic Party to push forward the ideals of libertarianism, or whatever the fuck that means. And he's going around, and he made this documentary, I guess, when he was still in the LP. So he was like, fuck the Fed. So everyone keeps sharing this meme around. And I'm like, if you know him now, he literally made a post on Facebook saying that him, that he was leaning towards Liz Warren, but he ended up voting in the primary for Joe Biden. <laughs> so this is who you're dealing with. I thought you said he's a, libs, a, a libertarian socialist. Yeah, if you thought, like, I saw, I went to his page, because after I was like, that's right. I remember people saying, like, on that same post where, where I heard, like, he rage quit the LP, some people were saying, like, oh, I heard he killed a guy or something. He killed the guy he was working for or something like that. <laughs> and I was like, that's weird. And so then it all made, like, it connected the dots for me. I'm like, oh, shit, this is, this is why. Because if you've seen the documentary, you know, you know, spoiler alert, like, one of the guy kills himself in there in an accident. And right in front of this guy, Brian. I don't think it was an and, accident, dude. Uh, yeah, well, who knows, man. <laughs> but, um, so anyway, so I knew about this guy before all that. And people were like, if you look at his page now, like, he shares a lot of, like, the libs, lib, like, the typical libertarian socialists. Like, he shares a lot of their pages, a lot of their memes, a lot of their groups. And he talks like one you know, uh, for most of his posts and stuff. But yeah, he's, so he's no... He's a libsock? Uh, I mean, he comes off of that. I don't know if he claims that. I don't know him personally enough to say that, but we have a bunch of mutual friends, too, as well. Just like to make uh, I'm sure you guys... Right. Yeah, this is assertion basement, too, okay? <laughs> this is... <laughs> I'm also in assertion basement. <laughs> Where I am is assertion basement. It's like Air Force One. Home Any... office. Right. Any, like, I'm like, it's like Air Force One. Any room I'm in is a search and room, okay? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Did you just, like, drop your bong, dude, on the casting couch? Oh, no, dude. Just, I'm using my damn phone for this just, shit. You just went through an earthquake. <laughs> yeah, one, one of the, uh, the ladies. Comrade Yeshua, the resistance needs you. Oh, no, man. I can't, the lady in the show lives in Florida. You could go visit a uh, big cat rescue. Right. Go to Tampa, dude. Go to Tampa. <laughs> you, you cool cat and kittens out there. I go, live right outside big cat of Tampa. Rescue. I, I think live right go. outside of Tampa. Please go. Doc, Bill, please go. Yeah, Bill, do you think she during killed During all uh... this? Dude, I don't want to be there during all this. Dude, okay. <laughs> dude I don't think cats can cats. get corona, though. <laughs> no, she'll feed me to the fucking cat. Probably. That's what she did to her husband, for sure. Yeah. Right. Oh, Phil, God. Do you, do you think she killed her husband, Phil? Oh, of course she did. Did you guys <laughs> hear what she said? She says literally, she's like, she's like, oh, my gosh, you don't put cologne on, on your shoe to get a cat to bite you. You have to, like, dip them in sardine oil if you want a cat to eat a person. <laughs> like, that's very strange, Carol. Very strange how you would know exactly how to kill someone and have, ride tigers. Like what? Such a fuck? such a strange thing to know very much about. Right, right. What oh my like, god. And her name is her name's what? Carol, Carol Baskin. That's, well, I think I think Carol. her legal name her legal name is that fucking bitch Carol Baskin. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. So she like oh, yeah she god. like changed the will and like because um, somebody yes. else had power of attorney and she took that person's name off and then changed the will and gave her all of her ex husband's stuff or all of her husband's stuff. But did you, you know. see the detail? The detail said if in my my um, disappearance, not in his death, in his disappearance. Yeah, I see. Got that, changed. That whole thing was definitely a complete fraud. 
And uh, I mean, there there were there were no heroes in the show. You wanted to like no. somebody, and no. every time you start liking somebody, who everybody was, who was, was a garbage person. Yeah, except for, exactly. except for the didn't workers. Notice one thing: the one dude wearing the clutch shirt. The client, yeah, that guy. He's like, fuck everything. He's like, fuck. He was like, he's like, I don't. Uh, ask him, what, no, what is it? He's like, how many wives do you think uh, that dude has? And he's like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else gives an answer. Fuck. Everyone's like, in a clutch. <laughs> right. That dude was fucking funny. I don't know. Well, I, I thought God. the I thought the workers were sympathetic though. Like I, you know, like the chick yeah. that like lost her arm. I just felt bad for her. Yeah, she was yeah. cool. Yeah. Minus the flex that motherfucker had when he just put on the leather EMT jacket. <laughs> right, right. Who puts on an EMT jacket after your your coworker fucking gets his arm ripped, gets her arm ripped off, and he just goes into his office, pulls out an EMT. Who has an EMT uh, a jacket? Is that what that? He's like, and, then, and then the only it thing he like, says is, "I don't know how I'm ever gonna financially recover from this." <laughs> Like, dude, what a callous motherfucker. I love he goes into the gift shop with all this. There's a picture of a little girl sitting in her stroller, and he's like, all right, I don't want y'all to hear this from from TMZ or nothing, but uh, a few hours or an hour ago, someone got their arm, stuck their hand in the cage, got their arm ripped off. And, like, it, they pan to, like, the crowd of people, and they're just, like, stunned. Like, why the fuck are you telling me this? There's a little girl in a stroller. Like what the fuck? You can't just this be like, "Hey, we had uh, we had an issue. Everyone has to leave." Yeah. But in fairness, he offered a refund. It's world, he did. Girl, and we just live in it. How good is this guy's zoo? Apparently, it makes straight guys. It makes straight guys marry him. <laughs> a bag of meth is a bag of meth, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He, he has like, two two young husbands, and they were both straight. Dude, and what what was with that dude's haircut? The um the like the business guy, the fat guy. Oh he had like that God. like weird bowl cut thing. Right, yeah. they call him the walking Chucky doll. Yeah, <laughs> dude, what the fuck? That's exactly what he looked. How do you even like? get he your hair to fed, look like dude. that, man? He was a fed. They all set up with Joe. They all set him up. Like people like this exist in real life. <laughs> but that's all I kept thinking about. Is this, this, every aspect of this show was more absurd. Everything, just Dude, the hitman, the, nat- hit, the 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 almost hitman guy. Why? Why is he giving an interview he was like in Sling a bathtub? Blade, dude. <laughs> right, he's giving an interview in a bathtub. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. what is this? Fuck? Hey, look, look. The only person I've seen, Ugh. the only guy I've seen give an interview with his shirt off longer was Matt Pike. If anybody knows who Matt Pike is, from the guitar player from Sleep, did not nope, know that. Nobody. Interesting. Nobody. Wait, you said Deep Sleep? No, the band is Sleep. You know sleep? the stoner band Sleep. Just no. regular Sleep, dude. <laughs> no, okay. I was like, I know Deep Sleep, but not Sleep. REM is that your favorite band? What? <laughs> what? All right. Okay. So we're gonna, so we're gonna we're gonna cut this shit off and take it on over to after hours. If you hit us up at patreon.com forward slash punk rock libertarians and contribute a minimum of one dollar per month, you can catch our after hours program. We also have t-shirts over at libertariancountry.com. Is everything okay, Jared? Yeah. Okay. Until next time, live free or die. Stretching the flags and the tax forms in red Was it by a few at the expense of the many Soldiers and cards in the machine You can't justify killing by economic gain For God, country, and democracy You can't put freedom
Break the break, break the power, break the power. Society of individuals, nothing more than not interference with natural rights. With the virtuous person fully comprehends the non-aggression principle, the violence of the state becomes obsolete.